There's talk about Battlefield 5 censorship, Sony's finally letting us change our PSN names, and be careful what messages you open up on your PlayStation, cause you could just brick it. Stay tuned to learn more on today's episode of The Haycast. Hello everybody, you're listening to episode 4 of the Haycast, the number one gaming podcast in our hearts. I'm Demothy and Arnold's not here today, but instead we have Giacomo, I know, I know, not my first choice. Fuck you, I'm your only choice. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we, we had, um, I had a bit of a week uh, at school and we have a lot of news this week too, a lot of pretty interesting stories. I personally like... The Dragon Ball Z shoes. (laughs) Which we will get to, but before we get to our uh, news stories and stuff, why don't we go ahead and talk about our weeks a little bit. Did you have a week at all, Giacomo? Hell yes, I did. I was trying to remember how to play Transistor. (laughs) Okay, so I went to the System of a Down show, and there was just like moments where they were setting up the show, and I'm playing on my phone, and I completely forgot, and I'm like halfway done with the game, and I'm getting my ass kicked to all these bosses. Uh, I don't want them uh, for a Transitor. Oh, man, remember that? Transistor? I forget. Yeah, Transistor. Look, I can't even Transitor. pronounce it. That's Transistor. how long it's been. I have it right here. Yeah. It's right there with all my other games that I play <laughs> occasionally. I love uh, Transistor. Transistor's an awesome game. Super fun. Loved the game. Loved the music. Uh, mm-hmm. Forgot it. What else? What else? That was pretty much it. I was going to play my Switch, and then it didn't have battery because oh. I uncharged it in a long time. <laughs> right. And, Why uh, are you trying to play your Switch at a System of a Down, system of a down concert, though? Because there's times where you're waiting okay. before the show starts. Sure, sure, sure. You're not you're not partying, moshing with everybody before the show? <laughs> you don't really mosh tonight. Like, do you even go I don't know. I, do you not- even fight in the pit? I've never been. I've never been to a concert. You need to fight in the pit. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll remember to do that whenever I go to a concert. He'll die. <laughs> but uh, my week. Uh, so I never really have much of a week in terms of games that I've been playing. But I did have an interesting week because I was looking into flat Earth stuff because um, you you know the YouTuber Critical. Yeah, I know. Uh, he chill. goes by on YouTube. He goes by Penguins something something. But everybody just calls him Critical. Uh, he did a video. A while back on a BuzzFeed video about Flat Earth. Um, and I learned about the Pac-Man theory afterwards. He doesn't talk about the Pac-Man theory on that video about plat- uh, about Flat Earth. And that Flat Earth video doesn't talk about the Pac-Man theory. Uh, but I, when I went down to the, con- the, the comments. So uh, in Flat Earth theory, there is a very interesting uh, theory where the reason we don't fall off the edge of the Earth is because there is the arctic circle where there is ice walls surrounding the 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 edge of the earth so that's where it gets kind of weird when i when i looked into it um it feels like we're just a big circle then yeah so no we're just a we're flat disc right uh we don't orbit what we do is we continuously move upwards with the sun and the sun circles around like the top of the earth and that's where seasons come from. That's so and, weird. Yeah, they were mentioning how the reason we don't fall off the edge of the earth is because we have this big ice wall around the uh, surrounding the earth. But that doesn't explain how why airplanes don't go past it. And so to explain the fact that airplanes don't can't go past it, they added the Pac-Man theory where if you reach the edge of the earth, you just end up at the other side like in Pac-Man. Waka waka, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's amazing. That's so I re- I remember I heard about that yes. and I just thought why is that a thing? Like who is really believing that? Right. Uh, you know what? 
I have to take that back because there is enough people believing it yes. that we're having a the discussion. Flat, the flat Earth community is large enough to that where that where we're able to talk about this. Look, stuff. I thought we were at the height of the flat Earth when we got Mike Hughes. Right. So th- this is just a guy who's not a rocket scientist, taught himself rocket science uh-huh. so that he could go create a rocket and go see it for himself. <laughs> it, it worked. I think it went. Uh, I forgot how high it went up, but it, it happened. So that to me was like that's the yeah. peak of the flat Earth. Yeah. We can't go anymore. Flat Earth's amazing. <laughs> it, it's just such a good theory. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my week. My week was just looking at flat Earth theory and, and researching it. And stuff that rabbit hole goes down was, if you start hilarious. watching it on YouTube. Yeah. It does not stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also started watching um, a lot of what was this? Um, it was a YouTube's. So I started watching a lot of Critical recently. Um, I I always liked his stuff. I always thought his stuff was like really funny. And I stuff. think his voice is great. <laughs> it's yeah, so he's mon- so it's he's monotone. so monotone, but he talks about like all this hilarious shit. And then like the the way he talks versus how his voice sounds is just so contradictory. It's amazing. His voice is like a delivery system. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, that was pretty much my week. So we will go ahead and just jump straight into the news. So this first story that we have on here, um, Arnold put this story in. So Arnold put in a lot of stories for us since he's not going to be on today's episode uh so thank you and he put in notes and stuff too uh but the first thing that we're going to talk about is battlefield 5 and how so in battlefield 5 there was a lot of uh controversy over censorship uh censorship in the game so like certain things that you said would get censored however there was a lot of really weird things that were getting censored that a lot of people feel like shouldn't get censored uh <laughs> yeah the first one being the first and most obvious one being how uh white man the the, the phrase white man would get censored however yeah however black man is okay apparently that's that's where i find it kind of weird like mm-hmm. so did, did we go little. did we get like reverse what happened <laughs> like reverse races what's going on no so um uh, yeah i, I mean <laughs> because <Okay. laughs> the game has a bunch of white people right like it's world war Two. yeah just saying yeah so a white man's not cool another thing that was spurring some controversy over the censorship was dlc getting censored however if you put free in front of it it doesn't get censored. Well, so that's because free deals. That's because EA knows you're gonna have to buy some shit at some <laughs> point. So, so EA, yeah. Um, so they're trying to censor talk about DLC unless it is positive talk about DLC. Uh, that's kind of what a lot of people are saying. Um, and another thing. Uh, that, that was something that uh, the YouTuber Yang Yi, I, I watch a lot of his stuff. Great YouTuber. Really goes in depth about news stories and stuff like that. So I recommend checking him out. But after this podcast, we still want you guys to listen to this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was talking about how um, a lot of people, to a lot of people, it feels like they're trying to control the game discussions to be favorable to the game. So if you talk about DLC, but. Uh, but you put free, uh, you don't put free in front of it. It is more likely to be a negative talk about DLC. If you put free, free DLC, it's usually pretty positive. You can't. It's hard to talk negatively about free DLC, right? I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. But you know, it's still uh, it, that sucks if they're trying to make mm-hmm. the narrative go yeah. that way. Uh, one of the funniest things that I thought was uh, getting censored uh, is Nazi. Because it's World War Two. Yes, the game takes place in World War Two. The Nazis were a pretty major component 
of World War Two. They're a third of the Axis power <laughs> of the main Axis right? powers. If they were providers of cell phones, they would be yeah. Verizon. Yeah. And then you'd have Italians as like AT&T and you'd have Japan as right. Sprint. I don't know. You, you work between those. <laughs> ones. And we have T-Mobile as everybody else, uh-huh. the four major carriers. So they did respond to this. Let me see if I can find the page. Um, so on Twitter, uh, David Serland, who is the multiplayer... Oh, excuse me. The multiplayer producer of Battlefield 5. He says the reason why words like white man and DLC are getting censored is because the system is u- they're using a uh, dictionary derived from several EA games based on some sort of AI learning algorithm that has tagged certain combinations of words to be escalators to toxic chat or uh, similar. I don't claim to understand how it works in detail. We will change this. Um, here's the thing about that, though. The fact is... They were using an AI. They had to train that AI in a certain way to detect specific things, which means most likely, and I'm not going to say this definitively because there's no way for us to know this definitively, but they are most likely, they had most likely trained it to tag white uh, things like white man. And I mean, free DLC, specifically free DLC, DLC by itself is okay. There had to be something going on kind of behind the scenes, you know. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti is my favorite word they censored. Uh, oh, yeah, they did They did censor spaghetti as I well. honestly think it's a troll. Or like, you know, they were testing uh-huh. it. Maybe they were testing it and spaghetti was the first word they thought of for right. whatever fucking reason. Right. And uh, then they were like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's forge the narrative then. Mm-hmm. White, male, no. Like, no, can't, can't say that. Can't say that. But that, black, but black man's okay. Which is okay because because minorities. Yeah. But you know, one of the things that they they responded with was that they are uh, it, it's flagging things that are more likely to cause toxic uh, conversation. That's They're true. trying to prevent toxicity. Uh, but again, it's still like free, like DLC is not okay. Well, the thing is, is maybe they shouldn't even censor it at all. Like. Everyone's grown up who's playing these games. For the most part, is playing these games. For the most part, yeah. Like, because think about it, you, you get that really only happens when on PC because you're not doing that right. on on consoles. So, I remember thinking of like Overwatch when you'd put in certain <laughs> certain words and it would change it to something yeah, else. Yeah, it would change it to something like kind of uh, like when you yeah. do, when you typed in GG Easy, it would be like I'm very insecure. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah, like I, I, love, I love that. that. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but, you know, the idea was, like, you really don't have to censor it uh, just because people are adults. Yeah. They're going to say shit. Yeah. And the internet is the fucking internet. Like, mm-hmm. you've been on the internet. We've been on the internet. I'm on the internet right now. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> this is America. This we have free America. speech in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. You're kind of yeah. getting rid of free speech in a way because you're only forcing people to say certain things that you want them right. to see. That's that's shitty. <laughs> kind of reminds me of... uh. Like Club Penguin, we're, Club Penguin. It makes sense. Just they're kid. kids, yeah. yeah. Uh, but actually, <laughs> they're probably so like adults. Yeah, they love that game. <laughs> but I, it was just so funny because like you, you would type in a specific thing, just instant ban hammer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, Battlefield Five. Um, they they said they're they're fixing this whole censorship deal. Um, we'll see how that goes. Oh, and on another thing, they did delay the game by the way so right which was just it's it's a it's a good move and also a bad move because they should have thought about like okay they're releasing uh call of duty at this time right like they're gonna go up against that right now like why would you go up against that Mm -hmm. call of duty is the biggest first person shooter in the market right now and you know the battle royale thing is out now like it's just why are you fighting it wait Mm -hmm. a little bit so uh 
you know, they're, I think they're getting better at it. They're figuring it out. I mean, to be fair, Battlefield Five is kind of like the second biggest shooter sort of genre. Like, it it's is. the next bigger one, but you still don't want to compete with each other. Right. If know? I only have $65 in my pocket, right. $60, like, you know, where, where am I going to take it? I got to choose one game or the other. Yeah. Can't I mean, like, both. personally, me, I prefer Battlefield over uh, Call of Duty. Um, slower I, pace is a lot. I, is, I like the nice. slower pace. Uh, I like the more strategic oriented gameplay. Uh, Call of Duty. I mean, it still takes a lot of skill. You still got to strategize and everything, right? But it's more run around and shoot each other. That's true. Yeah, I will agree. Um, so yeah, that, that that was the whole Battlefield Five situation. This next one's kind of a fun one. Um, there is a collaboration uh, between Adidas and Dragon Ball. Uh, right here. It's on their front page when you go on adidas.com, yeah. by the way. So you are you can get yourself some amazing Dragon Ball kicks, Dragon Ball-themed kicks. So you got this Goku one right here to the left. You got this Frieza one over here to the right. Um, and what kind of... So I don't think they look great. You know what? They're not made for you. They're, They're made not. for the fans, <laughs> for the fans of Dragon Ball Z, uh-huh. and for sneakerheads out united. Sneakerheads are gonna buy this. <laughs> I'm looking at the prices already, and they are not cheap. How much are they? Uh, you can get this one for three hundred and twenty dollars. Which one is that? The that Goku is one? the uh, ZX five hundred. Is that the Goku themed? I'm one? pretty sure that's yeah, the Goku. That's the Goku themed one. Holy crap! Ooh, but you know boy. what? That's not the most expensive <laughs> sneaker. You're, you're jumping into easy territory right there. We really are, but they're <laughs> not the most expensive sneaker, yeah. and that's the reseller. So, what this will, this, this kind of, I thought this was kind of really funny because it reminded me of uh, last year's Street Fighter collaboration with a jean company, which I will pull up right here, right now, and I'm gonna play this for you guys right here. Uh, so Street Fighter collaborated capcom collaborated with naked and famous denim to create a set of jeans themed after the characters of street fighter 2 so (laughs) (laughs) the lining on the pants and the pocket are the best this is a lot more subtle than the adidas collaboration because really the only street fighter thing was the back of the pants this little leather part right here yep uh, and then they would add like stitching for like a uh, Sonic Boom or a uh, Hadouken um, over here. We got Guile. We got Ryu. I, I think it was I just think those, those yeah, two. I, those, I think it was just Guile and Ryu. Right was there a T-Hawk one? No. No. I'm yeah. sure if this does go successful, why wouldn't they release more? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. <laughs> I mean, this is this is pretty cool. It is I'm pretty not gonna cool. Lie. I would put that cool. on like a jean jacket, you yeah. know? Like. You know, instead of having all the metal patches everywhere, mm-hmm. you do like gaming patches. Right. Like, you get that shit. Call of Duty gave that to you in that mystery box bundle. So right. why not? You got to use them somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just wanted to throw this on there because I thought it was kind of funny. Um, it, it just reminded me of that whole Street Fighter thing there. Uh, I like collaborations like this, but I mean, I don't know. Those shoes don't look great to me. I mean, look, look, if we just look at a timeline, 2006, they had the Air Force Ones. With original Nikes. <laughs> then Adidas had a Halo thing going in 2008. You got EA Sports. I don't know what Pony Feed the Cat is. Uh, let's go. We had Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man Low Dunks. 2009. <laughs> We're going retro here. Uh, we got 
man, just got a lot of shit. Who needs Need for Speed The Run Collection? If you can't drive, you can run. Woo. Uh, Saints Row. Okay, Saints Row. You know, I can fuck with that. That's pretty cool. I, I like cool. Saints so, so Saints Row. Um, I, I meant, me, and, me and Arnold, we bring this a lot on our, uh, on our playthroughs. But uh, back in the day, back in high school, we used to play Saints Row... Was it two, two or th- yeah uh, two? Because I think three came out a little bit. Yeah, after. three came out a bit after I got out of high school. But Saints Row two, uh, and there was a cheat code that you could put in that would get you a big floppy dildo, dildo. bat. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> and we used to call that the flexi bat. <laughs> and we'd run around and slap smack people. And one of my favorite things that ever happened when we were playing Saints Row was um, I think I mentioned this in our. Uh, um, our train thingy, that that one train game. Oh, the played. train simulator where you had to blow, you had to like yeah. run into people. Yeah, run into people, that was create havoc. Game. So I mentioned that there, but uh, there was an instance where we were um, we were playing Saints Row, and a car happened to slightly tap another car, uh-huh. and for whatever reason, that caused complete havoc. Fucking cars were flying over each other, and there's like explosions everywhere. It was amazing. That's the best thing about the Saints Row series, now that we're on it, um, is that that game is just, they figured out, it's no longer serious, let's just make it as yeah. ridiculous as possible, yeah. Yeah. and it just works. That's what happened with Saints Row the third, right? That's what, yeah. exactly, they were just like, fucking full force, man. Yeah. You got the weird guns, you got the porn stars yeah, in there. Because otherwise, like, it's just GTA. It's just GTA. Why yeah. not have a really good fun spin on it, right? Mm-hmm. Get the best parts of GTA when you're like in free play right. and just throw it in a game. Yeah. It was great. Oh. Oh, what a good time. Yeah, what uh, other collaborations do you see? I saw Assassin's Creed on there. There is Assassin's Creed, but my all-time favorite has got to be the Super Mario Brothers All-Stars. Um, yeah, you do have uh, look, more more Halo, and then you got Assassin's Creed in 2016. With Supra. With Supra. Uh, these are some expensive shoes. These are some expensive-ass <laughs> shoes now. And uh, then we get Sonic and Dr. Eggman in 2018 as well. <laughs> like, we got collabs up the ass here. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it's never going to stop, and that's cool. Sneakerheads need, <laughs> need, need to do things too, right? Mm-hmm. They also have to spend money. Yeah. But yeah, this next story over here, not quite as lighthearted as the Dragon Ball collab and the Street Fighter collab. So Echo Fox is, Team Echo Fox is dropping players and disbanding some of their teams. So they did this in a tweet here uh, earlier this week. Uh, where they put out an official statement it says here as part of a strategic effort to best position our organization for the future, Echo Fox is realigning its portfolio of team of teams and player rosters. After careful review and consideration, we'll, we will be disbanding our Call of Duty and Gears of War teams, as well as releasing some of our fighting game players and other select players. These moves will allow us to focus our time and resources on the continued development of the remaining rosters, ensuring that we can deliver on the expectations of our fans, our players, and the rest of the Echo Fox family. Echo Fox remains dedicated to the growth and development of our players as professionals and individuals. The players moving on have poured their hearts into their games, into Echo Fox. Uh, we're grateful for all the time and effort they have given, and we plan to support them in the future in their future endeavors. They will always be part of the Echo Fox, uh, Echo Fox family. Echo Fox family. <laughs> um, I'm excited for the future of Echo Fox. And that was a statement by Jared Jeffries, who's the president of Echo Fox. Kind of sad stuff. Um, that so, is, that yeah. sucks. Like, you just lose your job. Yeah. I, I, I knew a player from Echo Fox. Uh, his name's Theo. He's a uh, uh, Injustice and Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z player. Very good player. Uh, really cool guy. Um I was a part of a uh, Twitter group of people 
back when I was like still playing Dragon Ball Fighters um, to like kind of get sets in, practice with each other, help each other out and st- all that stuff. So he's a really cool guy willing to help people out in the game and, and everything. But it kind of it sucks because he was one of those players that was dropped from Echo Fox. That does have to suck. Yeah, a lot I, of, I could only imagine. Yeah, a lot of fighting game uh, community players. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they dropped com- uh, their full... Uh, COD and Gears of War teams, and that's surprising. COD's a big COD's game. a huge game. Yeah. Like Gears of War, I could see why. Yeah, Gears of War not quite as big, but COD is still huge. a big it's, game. It's like one of the biggest shooters that you do competitively. Mm-hmm. What else is there to play? Battlefield. You know what? Siege is really good. Yeah, Siege is really good. I would play Siege. A uh, very competitive game. It's a very hard game. Very hard. Game. Uh, you have to really memorize those maps and understand like the intricacies of those maps to really be successful in that game. But I'm sure a lot of those players who got dropped are going to find you know mm-hmm. they're going to find someone else who picked them they up. Got spo- go- they got sponsored. They they're good players. Exactly. You know, Someone's going to go like, hey, they just dropped. Pick them up now. Right. Like if you if you want them, you know, it's kind of like a draft. Wait mm-hmm. till they start doing the draft for video game players. Right. Like that's going to be. You know, the world of esports is going to get wild again. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, a lot of people are worried about some of these players. Like, people are like, oh, is uh, Theo, is uh, Dekill Sage, are they good? All that stuff. Um, I mean, Theo, he, he was dropped, like I mentioned this earlier. Is surprisingly a lot bigger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Now that you're going through the comments, I'm kind of taking a look. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah, a lot of people are, are really worried about these players. And it, it I mean, that's their livelihood like that's how they're making money like sponsorships are really important in gaming uh if you want to be successful if you want to make money because without the sponsorship like all you can really do is you can what stream but you have to have like an entertaining personality or be like really good and have kind of like a following already uh sponsorships makes it a lot easier makes it easier for you to travel out to tournaments because they 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 cover you for that that's what your team is doing so yeah. yeah a lot of people they can't afford to travel out like that so yeah, I, I, w- I wish all those players the best. Um, really good hope. Luck, good yeah. luck to them. Yeah. Uh, so enough depressing stuff. Back to some more happy stuff. Uh, Sony's finally listening. The great lord Shuhei Yoshida answered our prayers. Uh, we can finally change our PSN names soon. Finally. Not quite yet, but soon. Uh, they did release some pricing for it as well. Uh, oh, uh, I, I believe it time. is... I'm going to try to do have memory. 9.99 if you're not a plus member and mm-hmm. I believe it is 5.99 if you're a plus member. I could correct. be wrong. But uh, was I yeah. was I on? 4.99. Uh, oh, Dang, I was a dollar off. Almost correct. Ugh. So yeah, you can finally change your name. Uh you no longer have to be stuck with vape420xo666. Oh, it's imagine or, uh, just having to live with your first email address you get to make. <laughs> right. Uh, that's shame. I can finally change my name to Lowercase x, capital X, Dark Flame Master, capital X, lowercase x. Who? Get out of here, <laughs> I can clan. finally be that. Um, but do you want to be that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think you want to be that. Right. So it says here, uh, changes to online ID can be made through the settings menu or via the profile pages of your PS4. Uh, like you said, nine ninety nine if you're not a PS Plus member, uh, four ninety nine if you are a PS Plus member. Not too bad. Uh I remember Street Fighter recently uh, released a way for you to change your fighter ID, and it was pretty. It was ten dollars to change your fighter ID as well. So it's it's kind of like a standard price at this point now. Looks I wonder like. if they even have to charge for that because I remember when I first had an Xbox 360. Maybe I, it was because I never connected to the internet, but mm-hmm. you could just change it no problem. Well, I mean, they give you one free change, I believe. Yeah, one free change. But mm-hmm. then you know, like you think about it, like what do they really need to do with that name change yeah. that they have to charge you? Right. I. I mean, it's not like a big deal. Like, well, I mean, I'm sure people will do. Here, it. Here's the thing: it affects all pl- all games. 
So, like, a lot of games, they will use just your PSN, right? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, when you change your ID, it affects all those games throughout your platform. Okay, okay. So, that's probably the reason so why it, they're charging So, it's for, like, services, it. I guess? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, okay. Uh, I, so, can, I can live with that. Yeah. So, here's what I found kind of interesting about this. Uh, it says here, when you change your online, online ID, you will have the option to display your previous ID with your new ID so your friends can recognize you. Once you decide to display your old ID or not... You won't be able to adjust this after completing the ID change process. Um, this next thing, the, this feature is compatible with PS4 games originally published after April 1st, 2018. And a large majority of the most played PS4 games that were released before this date. However, please note, not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita systems are guaranteed to support the online ID change. And users may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. If for any reason you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID for free at any time. You will only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to an old ID will resolve the most issues caused by the ID change. In addition, when this feature officially launches, a list of compatible games published before April 1st, 2018 will be provided on PlayStation com for reference before you make a change so don't change your name just get the, get it right the first time yeah. <laughs> uh it, it could you could run into issues i don't know if this is just during the initial uh uh the initial testing phase of it or something until they get it ironed out or if this is just going to be an issue that's going to be there i mean um, i hope not they i hope they iron it out because that's going to be a whole thing because you got to think of what the playstation is the biggest selling console right of this generation of consoles so Everybody has one except for me. I still mm -hmm. gotta buy one. Um, so if you decide to change your name, you got all these problems happening, and now PlayStation's right. more in, hot in the water. You know, mm -hmm. like just they got to do this tri this trial period, make it work, and then they're gonna get it good because Xbox does it, and it seems to work for them. So. Right? Yeah, like uh, that, that is a lot of issues with changing your name, at least right now. Uh, it's especially the fact that like it doesn't it's not guaranteed to work on ps3 and ps vita i mean not a lot of people are really playing on ps3 and ps vita at this time but like say you change your name on ps4 doesn't show up on ps3 and ps vita people could get confused and things like that um i, I mean i guess that's where this whole display yeah, your like, old who, id thing really is playing their vita yeah do you right? have a vita no i don't I it's a good either. it's a good handheld dude i love the playstation portable that thing yeah. was the shit yeah it's a good handheld but i mean didn't really sell well now it's, it's ahead gone. <laughs> of its time it was, they were ahead of their time sure uh but yeah they give you the option to display your old id to avoid confusion but like a lot of people they're changing their ids because they don't want to live with that anymore <laughs> so who's gonna want to display their old id you know what i mean i and guess it's it's for like it, it's like training wheels i guess your friends are like oh but here's the thing they said that like, like it who's can't be tricks changed. <laughs> here's the thing though they, they like in here it says right it says right here <sighs> shut up <Jack. laughs> okay so once you <laughs> once you decide to display your old id or not you won't be able to adjust this after completing the online id change process so it can't really be training wheels you know what i mean it's it's set once you once you set that setting that's true so like who want who actually wants to display their old id a lot of people are trying to get away from it a I lot guess. of people are very embarrassed yeah, that, by that. That's their, true if, they, if yeah. they are switching it out. Um, I could only imagine that maybe some of your friends haven't realized it yet, and then after a certain amount of time, it'll go away. Mm 
kind of like a two-week thing. It's like it still shows your old name, but it is going to disappear. That's not what it says here, but I don't know. Maybe, that's what that's know. what I would hope they yeah. do, like if you had to think about it. But right. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, but you mentioned how, earlier. How does Steam do it? Can you just do it freely? Because I feel like all my friends always change their name, and I go, uh, who the I fuck is you, this guy? Yeah, I believe you can just do it freely. Uh, you are still stuck with your original for login purposes and stuff. Um, and I hate my original Steam thing, but nobody sees it anyway. What's your original Steam name? Magical Pigs with a Z at the end. With a Z. What do you know? <laughs> Tricks? I made this a long time ago, okay? Um, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. He regrets his first tattoo. Uh, it says Katie on his hand. He is no longer with Katie. <laughs> he was never with Katie either. Uh, he just masturbated furiously to her. Oh, That's my all. God. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay, uh, but yeah, you mentioned earlier that you still need to get a PS4, but maybe it might be a little bit better to wait uh, because Sony did confirm that they are working on a new PlayStation console. Which looks awesome, and uh, this is just one thing I'm thinking about all the new gen. Will they be doing streaming games? Because that's what I'm looking forward to. So something like so, Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. So streaming games is already a thing that is also going on. Uh, Steam's doing it, right? Uh I don't rem- I don't believe it was Steam, although they did have that Steam Link thing that they had, yeah, which let you do it. However, uh, another thing that and uh, Nvidia is also doing a service that lets you stream games from their servers. So they have like uh, a server connected to powerful computers and stuff, and the games are running on those powerful computers, and it streams that feed to like say like your shitty laptop or something, so you can play high end games on your shitty laptop. Sure, there's a little bit of a delay. But uh, apparently, it's actually a pretty pleasant experience. See, that would be awesome. Because then, who wouldn't want to do that? Just have a good internet connection, uh, play all the games you want. Only pay like probably what? Maybe they'd probably do it sixty dollars mm-hmm. a month. Actually, that's kind of expensive. Maybe thirty dollars a month. Right. They, and they, I believe they do charge a fee for it. Obviously, because they have to keep these servers running and shit. I mean, if they did, you have your premium tiers where you get the new games right away. Uh, you have your old ones, and mm-hmm. then you know your ten dollar I mean, package. Or something. I mean, Sony is also already kind of doing it with like PlayStation Now and stuff like that. Really? Uh, so, and then there's there there's like their catalog of like uh, achieve love of, of uh, like old games and stuff. Uh, that I do, yeah, yeah, and they give you like one for free, or yeah, like you get a play for. I believe those time. are streamed as well, mm. um, and not actually like I don't remember. I don't remember the specifics of this. Don't quote me on it. But I do remember Sony was doing kind of some like sort of streaming game service already. I See, believe. that's awesome because then that really is what the future is going to be like for all the consoles. Mm-hmm. Think about like this, like away from PlayStation now. Like, think about your Switch. Yeah, it really isn't the best built thing, like mm-hmm. graphically and you know internally, but it could be if you can do like remote access, kind of like right. doing the streaming, which would be awesome. Um, yeah, but like the the main concern with streaming games, uh, which is hopefully something that they can address in the future, is there is still input delay because it is streaming wirelessly. That there is, is true. There's going to be some delay. You can't really avoid that. So it's not really viable for like competitive games. For, like, no, say, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And I mean, think about all the competitive games, though. They're always in the same room. They're yeah. all connected hardwired. Like, right. I rarely see wireless. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't think I ever have. Yeah, like like people playing competitive games, they always use wired peripherals, uh, wired controllers, things like that to reduce that lag. Uh, and then if there's additional lag via the internet, uh, that could cause for an issue. But hopefully in the future, we will have technology that 
makes it virtually lagless. We will with this new PlayStation. <laughs> oh, <hopefully>. Maybe. <laughs> but they haven't said really anything about what this new PlayStation is going to entail. Uh, they haven't even confirmed if it's going to be called the PlayStation 5 yet. Uh, so it says right here, at this point, what I can say is it's necessary to have a next, genera- to have a next generation hardware, uh, said Kenichiro Yoshida. Um, and it says here, did not name the, uh, did not name the console, no information on whether it was officially to, uh, it will officially be called PlayStation five, no word on a release window. Um, let's see, we will use the next three years to prepare the next step to crouch down so that we can jump higher in the future. That is a, <laughs> that is a mouthful. <laughs> that is a mouthful. Uh, Sony plans to employ their strategy, the, that strategy through its 2020 fiscal year, which ends in the spring of 2021. So the PS five may not come until after that point. So we still got a little bit. Most likely. We still that's, got a little bit until good. the next one. That, that, I feel like this last generation of consoles has really gone for a while. Yeah, they've, they've kind of dragged it. It's It's been out for a, uh, a cool minute. So. A cool minute. And it's cool because it's a good console. Mm-hmm. It was a very good console. Um, well, Spencer got one of the um, the the special edition one, the 5 million or whatever they were called. Yeah. 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 The, the f- oh, shoot. I don't remember. He yeah, didn't even get a cool number, so it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> He was hoping he would get the cool number. He was hoping he would get his cool number. Um, so, yeah, that's the PlayStation. A, re- a week ago, we talked about how uh, they're finally allowing crossplay, so that's cool. I hope mm. it goes through, but I was talking to one of my other friends who's... Um, so it's a little funky. Yeah, and she because she, she's kind of in the industry there uh, in New York. And she's telling me like it's it's a maybe we'll see if PlayStation actually wants to do it. But no, it's, they they it's they, the they they already put they put out a beta for oh, okay, Fortnite. Okay, so, so yeah, for yeah. Fortnite exactly. Yeah. But for we're talking about all games. Yeah, because uh, they've most, done yeah. Fortnite and um, Rocket League are the two, mm-hmm. right? Those are the only two I right now. I believe so. Yeah, I think they just betaed Fortnite though. And that's okay because I mean I really hope it does happen because then you know you don't have to buy different consoles. Then you're then you're only looking at consoles for exclusives yeah. at that point, which PlayStation and Nintendo really. You know, they're the best two for exclusives. If you're just mm-hmm. buying it for single player stuff, right. they really do have the best games. And, and the big concern that Sony had with crossplay was crossplay with the Xbox and the Switch. Uh, crossplay with the PC, uh, not quite as much of an issue. It was already like a thing with Street Fighter, for instance. Street Fighter Five, you can crossplay between PS4 and PC. Uh, I believe there was a little bit of crossplay happening with Fortnite from PS4 to PC, but it's just integrating the other consoles, Xbox, uh, Switch, that they were having problems doing that they didn't really want to do, uh, it seemed like. Um, and that is also kind of apparently glitchy. Uh, apparently there's a lot of, a lot of issues revolving around the crossplay between, uh, on Fortnite. Uh, hopefully they can get those kinks worked out. Uh, hopefully it becomes a full on thing throughout all their other feature titles. It's true. I want to play with my PC friends again, since <laughs> I don't have a PC anymore. <laughs> you can in street fighter, <laughs> but I also want to have a chance at winning. Mm hmm. And I won't win if I play against you. So while we're still on the topic of PlayStation, I'm going to skip ahead and then we'll go back to our other stories because this is uh, a new story that we added to this list. Um, It apparently became a big thing today, I think. Was it today or was it This was like literally a few days ago. Was it a few days ago? It was like... I'm surprised I didn't run into this story. Arnold was the one that actually found this. It was really recent. Um, So... You could potentially brick your PS4, factory reset your PS4 uh, by accidentally opening up a, uh, not accidentally, by opening up a message that you would get. 
Um, so it says here, malicious message crashes aren't just for smartphones. It seems numerous PS4 owners have reported receiving uh, PSN messages where an unrecognized character effectively bricks their console, making them crash and leaving them unable to start properly and deleting any rogue messages. Typically by leaving the conversation in the PS messages mobile app isn't enough by itself. You have to either rebuild the database in safe mode or factory reset the system. So that that's sucks. Super yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely sucks. Mm-hmm. I would hate that. So you can eliminate the chance of a hostile message by going into, excuse me, a little bit of indigestion going on, uh, by going into your settings, either in the console or the PS messages app, visiting account management, and then changing your privacy settings. So that messages are either limited to friends or switched off. So do not answer messages from strangers. Yes. Even on the internet, where you think the Nigerian prince is giving you money <laughs> is not real. Yeah. Don't do it on your PlayStation, right? kids. Uh, so this was kind of point. This was pointed out in the PS4 subreddit. Uh, let me go back over here. Uh, new glitch basically breaks your console and forces you to a factory reset it. Even deleting the messages from the mobile app doesn't work. Uh, it happened to me during Rainbow Six Siege. A player from the other team used a dummy account to send the message and crashed my entire team. We all have to. We all uh, had to factory reset. Only one of our guys wasn't affected, and he has his messages private. Uh, so, yeah, um, go to your settings. Change that setting right away so that you don't get fucked by this. Um, yeah, I heard, like, when I, when I heard about this story, I heard, like, everyone was just spamming it at that point. Yeah, it's, it, this is crazy. Like That sucks. Um, like, what a fatal flaw in a console that a message kills your console. Is is it a glitch or is it a? I think it's a. I think it's a character that like it can't read properly or something. Really? That's that's what I'm. You know, don't quote me on it, but that's what I hear. Uh huh. That's why you could just spam the message and it just like kills it. Yeah. So uh, apparently, um, Sony has yet to comment about this. Uh, they're probably going to fix it in a software update. I mean, that seems like the most logical solution. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you don't want people's PS4s getting bricked. That's, that's no. Super that fucked. sucks. Unless PlayStation did it to sell more units. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, but yeah, like, even deleting it doesn't fix it. It's it's insane. Um, this is this is huge. This is really huge. Uh, but yeah. Um, turn that turn that shit to private. You don't want to get fucked. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like um, it's like someone comes, and like, it's like a vampire, right? Okay. So vampires. You have to invite them into your home for them to, uh, you know, come in and, and fuck you. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's, don't, don't that's go, why there's no vampire yeah, pregnancies. Yeah, don't, don't they can't come inside. Don't, 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 don't invite those vampires into your home. <laughs> all right. Uh, so looks like that's all the Sony stuff. Um, this next thing was, uh, so we talked about Meltan a couple weeks ago uh, i don't remember if it was episode two or episode three that we talked about meltan you know when i first heard about meltan i thought it was a fucking joke like i was thinking did they just make a tool pokemon like an actual tool <laughs> i was just joking about like how he's literally just a ditto that walked into like lowe's or home depot right and, saw... and looked at the and then was like this is me now yeah so no then it was a real thing and now i, ha- I had to actually do at least 10 minutes of research on right. this uh you know, it's cool. I like where they're going with this guy. Mm-hmm. That you have to, you can only catch it in Pokemon Go to, to play with it. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because, yeah, it, it is a uh, uh, a system-specific uh, Pokemon. I think that's awesome. Right. It's kind of like, uh, it's like how the legendary Pokemon, you can only get on one version of it, and then you kind of trade between people. Uh, Spencer's asking if we're recording tomorrow. 
Uh, hell yeah, we're recording tomorrow. Okay. I'll see you guys then. Oh, still mess- he's messaging me on Steam and stuff. Oh, I want to respond God. to him right he's away. He's going to send he's, you so much dirty He's, in- he's interrupting our podcast. Just, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, this this new thing. Yeah. So, basically, the story was that you can only get it in Pokemon Go. And um, there is a picture, uh, I believe, that is supposed to be an evolution of Meltan. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, right here. Looks, uh, it looks like, um, part of it looks kind of like, uh, what was that one Pokemon? Uh, the big metal psychic thing, uh, looks like a, sort of like a spider, kind of. I can only think of <sighs> the magnet one, and I now I can't, can't even remember. remember I can't remember that Pokemon's name, but it was like Psychic Steel, um, but I don't believe that's what this is, uh, but he also looks kind of like that Bell Pokemon in a way. Yeah. Um, you, you remember that Bell one, right? I, I, I'm totally blanking. I used to have like all these names down by heart and now I'm just completely blanking on Dang. what they are. Um, but yeah, it looks, look, looks, that shadow looks interesting, but we don't really know what it, exactly it is. There's some speculation on what it could possibly be. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the Meltans you get from like boxes. Oh yeah. The mystery, bo- yeah. the secret box or something. And they're attracted to it and you mm-hmm. can get them for like, I think it's, they said it was about 30 minutes when you open it up. So then you have 30 minutes to capture as many. Right. Which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, it's an uh, interesting concept. Now I'm concept. seeing the body. It looks so weird. It's so oh, strange. Oh, God. It's like there's all the red <laughs> things coming out of it, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it has like God. that little little electric tail thingy coming out. Uh, is that a tail or is uh, that a dick? Metagross. Arnold, Arnold messaged me. I guess he heard me, but uh, that Pokemon that I was thinking of, the Psychic Steel, was Metagross. Thank you. Yeah, he kind of looks like Metagross. Have, do you, you know Metagross. Pull it up. Let's see it. Metagross. Uh, that sounds gross. Oh, this doesn't it, thing. Doesn't it kind of look like it? Yeah, that does. It looks like, like Metagross with like a little bolt eye thing on top. Nice. Um, he got red dot. <laughs> <laughs> Metagross <laughs> with a red dot sight. Because <laughs> he needs that for some mm-hmm. reason. So, yeah, that's Meltan. They, they put out like a little trailer thingy for it. We're not really going to watch it. No need to. You can check that out. We'll put it in the. We'll put it in the. Yeah, you guys can, can look at it yourself. Um, okay, next story. Uh, Microsoft on the cusp of buying Obsidian Entertainment. Now, I hope this goes through because I liked Obsidian's work with Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like Obsidian as an independent thing. There, Yeah, there's ups and downs for being like, you know, doing its thing just because one, if you are, let's, let's do this. The good about being purchased, you have a more stable job because mm-hmm. you know you're not on the you, they've been through a few financial crises right a, a few a few times so you have this stability for all your workers and that's great and you have a lot of money so your budget's a little better but the downside is it's you are owned by microsoft so right. you do have to follow their terms and like what they're going to say like will be happening mm-hmm. and you know then you could go down the ea route or something you know and you don't want that to happen i don't think microsoft's gonna do that because uh-huh. they're not known for that but you know that's that's like the ups and downs of it yeah so uh we're here uh so apparently this came from so i'm on Eurogamer, uh but this came from a kotaku article it says three people briefed on the negotiations as sources deal between microsoft and obsidian is said to be 90 percent complete with one source stating that it's a matter of when not if so basically confirmed uh it is going to happen most likely (laughs) and i'm okay Uh, with that because i mean i think obsidian can probably turn out some good stuff Mm -hmm. and you know microsoft has been buying a lot of 
a lot of things recently, and that's good because Microsoft really doesn't have exclusives. So this is this, this is, is giving them their chance yeah. for it. So I just realized that this is a older story. I th- oh wait, no, 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 this came out on the ninth. Uh, nine, ten, twenty. Yeah. So okay, they just yeah. did it weird because you know they're European. Yeah, the Eurogamer does dates weird. Yeah. yeah so. Don't worry. This is this. Is still <laughs> I got I got worried. I was like, oh shit, was this from September? <laughs> hey, we're still we're still touching it up. It's not that far away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this this happened on the ninth of this month. Um, it's cool. I think I think they should do it. You know, as much as you may want to have them independent, but independent's risky unless you know, like, you make the game like the year four times in a row, right, or something, and then you got the yeah. money. Yeah. Hopefully, this acquisition from Microsoft doesn't affect their games too much. Doesn't affect uh, them, them as a developer too much. Uh, hopefully, it just adds more stability to them. But yeah, they are more limited to Microsoft's rules. Uh, of course. Those of you that don't know of Obsidian Entertainment, they did Pillars of Eternity, they did Fallout New Vegas, they did uh, the South Park Stick of Truth, uh, all the great. South Park games, the, the the good South Park games. They did all the good South Park games. You didn't like South Park Racing? <laughs> Shut up. I fucking love South Park. <laughs> is it a good game? In my heart it is. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Uh, we'll see where that sort of acquisition goes in the future. Uh, that's basically all we have right now on that story um next thing uh a documentary on gta 5 is coming um because you know they haven't had enough things so why not throw more stuff at them so uh gta 5 easily the biggest grand theft auto game to ever happen uh not necessarily big in terms of the size of the game i mean it's still uh, would you say it's the biggest in the like Playing it on four separate occasions, yes, it's one of the biggest ones in terms of content that's mm-hmm. available to you. Not yes. not so much the world, but, but the, the content. content is just like you can just. I played it four freaking times. Yes, like there's just so much to do in the game. Yeah, but uh, not talking about just the size of the game, but the biggest in terms of how it's sold, how it's still selling. Oh yeah, that is true. It is still selling a lot. Yeah. Um, you get to buy like you get the versions now you can buy are just the 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 year edition version which gives you all the original dlc mm-hmm. and then all the on the online is, is it's his own world yes. it's just wonderful yes the game ooh, excuse me it's great yeah i love it i i keep playing it or Good i used GTA. to keep playing it and um i would still play it yeah this I'd is probably like, buy it for the the third time yeah so this is like the skyrim of gta uh skyrim still being milked gta <laughs> 5 still being milked uh, but at least with GTA Five, it's being milked in a good way because they're still building things for it. Mm-hmm. Where Skyrim's like, "Hey, it's done. Here's a Switch version." <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they're they're just releasing new versions of it, uh, and then all the players are basically creating the DLC for the game with all Todd the, Howard, all the you mods beautiful bastard. Um, so yeah, a uh, documentary is happening for it. Uh, says right here, a uh, new feature documentary, uh, new feature documentary called "The Billion Dollar Game" will explore the highs and lows of Rockstar Games' Grand Theft Auto V, uh, tackling the biggest selling video game in U.S. history, uh, which is still selling millions of copies many years after its 2013 release date. Yeah, keep in mind this came years out ago. five years ago, and it's still. Like, Call of Duties come out every year. You get a new Samsung and iPhone every year. People's attention span goes away after a year. (laughs) So, five years, that's that's a hell of a thing to say. Yeah. Uh, The documentary aims to explore the development of the series by way of archive material and new interview footage. According to Screen Daily Gaming, filming is already underway. 
Uh, it's being directed by Rob Ryan from Breaking Habits. I've never watched Breaking Habits. I don't know. I don't know how many have, but that's you know it's cool that they're making a gaming documentary. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I think that's there's, great. There's a lot of gaming documentaries, but yeah, it's always cool to see more. Like, and I like that Rockstar is the one that get chosen. You know, mm-hmm. like that's cool because yes. they're such a controversial company. Yeah. So I don't really know any of the names here. Uh, producers confirmed as Salon Pictures. I don't know who Salon Pictures is. Uh, Annabelle Wigoder, 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 Wig without her daughter. Uh, Nick Tossig, Tossage, Nick Sausage. <laughs> uh, so I don't really know how to pronounce their names. I've never heard those names before. Uh, I may just be living under a rock. Maybe you guys know these names and like they're huge names. Uh, in I which don't. case, great, but I don't. No, I'm not aware of these names. Uh, but yeah, so I did not read this part, so I'm just going to read it right now. Of course, this isn't the first time mainstream media has been interested in exploring behind the scenes at Rockstar North. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe played co-founder Sam Hauser and Bill Paxton, lawyer Jack Thompson, in one in the one-off BBC drama The Game Changers, received an air-mixed reception, to say the least. <laughs> um but yeah, this is uh, it could be a pretty neat thing for you guys to look forward to. I think it's cool. I'd watch it because I I like this as a company. Mm-hmm. They're an interesting one. So. Right. Uh, so last story on our document on our uh, list was a trailer for a game called Re- Weedcraft Inc. I'll pull this up for you guys right now. It's by Devolver, Dig- Devolver Digital. Uh, you get to play as a weed tycoon. Weed, weed tycoon. I, I like how how current this trailer is because they put in this shot here of uh, Elon Musk on the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, man, that was such a fun time. <laughs> right like, there. It's beautiful. Yeah, this trailer came out on August 1st, um, which is, I mean, it came out a couple weeks ago. But still, hey, one. we're talking about it now. That's all that we're matters. talking about it now because of the controversy behind this. Because of the weed. <laughs> so, what is the controversy behind Weedcraft Inc.? Well, you're selling weeds to kids. Yeah, I want ten marijuana. You were selling weed to kids. That's true. So you used to be able to uh, sell weed to kids. So let me just pull up this link right now. Oh, that's not the trailer. So this Polygon article kind of goes into it a bit. Uh, they were talking about how um, in an early version, uh, where was it? The, originally, the developers had a group of kids who could buy pot from the player, but that didn't feel like something they could include in the game without commenting on it in a deeper way, and it turns out that pot legalization doesn't seem to have that much of an impact on children smoking pot one way or the other. A lot of people were concerned with the fact that you were able to sell p- kid, uh, pot to kids in there in this because, I mean, you're a tycoon. And you're, you're selling pot to kids. You're selling drugs. You're selling drugs, basically. It's still considered a drug. That paraphernalia, it's like, you know, parents aren't going to, like, even if some parents are accepting some aren't you know the majority is they're not yes. so they're not going to want their kids to be playing games where they're purchasing yes. drugs like it's it's not some and you know like selling drugs too like what if you had a game about traffic yeah yeah, p- yeah parents a lot of parents aren't going to want their kids playing a game where you are slinging weed <laughs> that's this yeah you know it's just why yes but at the same time i like the idea of it because i looked further into the game and mm-hmm. it seems like it fits their bill for what right. they make because there's a lot going on uh, you know, taking care of the weed, selling it, distributing it, like finding places and vendors mm-hmm. to buy it. Like that seems pretty cool. Yes. I like the, the concept of it, 
But don't sell drugs to kids. Yeah, kids getting high. The is Godfather very drug said we're not selling drugs to kids, <laughs> and you know how that movie ended. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? You've wasted your time. Go see The Godfather. <laughs> now, I'll wait. <laughs> so here's what they said. Uh, we real we realize that we can't just do it like this, uh, like snap your fingers and have kids as your customers and not say anything about it. Um, you, you can't just sell weed to kids in the game and not say anything about it. We could bring them back, but we will have to be very careful and very deliberate about su doing so. So basically, if they want to have kids in there, they, they want to have a message behind it. Um, Which they should. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's basically... What would their message even be? What could they deliver that would be like... I, I like, mean... How, like, how could you convince a 14-year-old to go, Mom, can I buy this game about weed? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm a journalist. I don't really, I'm not a storyteller per se. Uh, I report things. Okay. Well, so how I about can't you really... put your storyteller hat and try? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, like, like you said, like, I don't really know how they would spin it in a way. I really don't know how they could. Yeah. And, I honestly and even, think even they if, should just sell it. Even if they did manage to spin it in that way, how are they going, how, how are those People, how are people going to convince their parents the second they hear game about weed? Exactly. Like, and Europe is going to probably ban it. Like when they did it in Fallout 2 where you could kill kids. Mm -hmm. They got rid of it and it's not a thing anymore. Yes. It's just, you know, like well, without mods. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, okay. I get, I get what you're going there. Like, this, it can't. And it can't. Uh, even if they do, it's still going to be a highly controversial game. It this game is already be. very controversial as it is because you are a weed tycoon. You're a drug um, peddler. It's, at, despite it's you know, becoming more widely accepted, more it's being legalized in more states. It is still federally uh, an illegal drug, correct? So, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, state level, still, we're fine in California. Yeah, yeah, still not fully accepted. I accept it. <laughs> do you smoke I don't. I don't smoke. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't do any form of drugs. But you know. I still accept it as except it. play games, yeah. <laughs> plays fighting games, and that's the worst drug of that's all. That's the worst drug of all. The worst one you can do, guys. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's weed. Uh, what was it? A uh, weed craft Inc. Weed tycoon. Say no to drugs. Say no to drugs. Unless you're in college and your friend offers you a split, then well, <laughs> you know that's that's on you. Yes. So that is it with the news. Uh, that's all the stuff that we have to talk about there. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Don't sell drugs to kids. I just have to reiterate that. Okay. We do not endorse drugs. We do not. We are a clean, despite the cursing, a clean channel. A clean, a clean group. Channel. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's all. Uh, we'll go ahead and um, new segment. Uh, well, not really segment. I'm just going to quickly brief over what's coming up on the channel for the rest of the week since this is the first thing to come out for the week. It is. Um, so, Arnold and I, we played Crazy Taxi. We played... Metal Slug 10, and we played a game that our buddy Rumblebee, uh, shout outs to Rumblebee again. I'm always going to keep, I'm, I'm always going to shout you out because you're an awesome dude. Um, he recommended uh, the game D the game to us, and uh, it was, it was an interesting experience to say the least. Um, if you guys watched our Conjuring uh, playthrough where we got very angry. Well, Arnold got very angry. It was just a fucking broken game. It was uh, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. D the game was also an interesting experience. Um, it what it is, and I'm not gonna spoil too much about our playthrough, but it is very old. 
Uh, it is, it's got those PS1 graphics. It is uh, one of those games where, you know, when you press forward, uh, it's it, you don't start walking forward. You don't really control your movement. You just press forward and it like does like a little cutscene of you walking in this direction. And then you press left, does a little cutscene of you walking towards that direction. Yep. So it's one of those games. So you can look forward to that. I think you guys will have a lot of fun with that. Crazy Taxi was a was a crazy taxi experience. I mean, it's Crazy Taxi. It's a wonderful game anytime mm-hmm. you play it. Who doesn't want to be an Uber driver that doesn't obey the rules? <laughs> uh, and then Crazy Taxi was very short, though. I will say it was a short episode, but still, it's like a lot packed into a short. Crazy episode. Taxi already is a lot of content as it <laughs> yes. is. So, so uh, and then after that, uh, Metal Slug Ten. That was a that was a fun one. We and Metal Slug that. is a great game. So keep playing Metal Slug. Yes. We all like Metal Slug. Metal Slug is great. It's fun. I mean, to be fair, it is the same game every time, but it's still, it's still fun. Look, I want to find that POW. Have him pull up his pants, and I get a, a weapon. It's my favorite <laughs> part. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so that's it for the podcast. If you have any questions or topics for us to talk about, you can send on, send them on over to heywereplaying at gmail.com. That's H-E-Y-W-E-R-E-P-L-A-Y-I-N at gmail.com. Send those questions on over there. If you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, or your preferred podcasting apps, whatever you're listening to us on right now. If you're listening to the audio version, subscribe there. And if you prefer, um, and if you can to support us give us a little rating on itunes It'll that help us. rating will help us so much it'll yes. make us keep doing things for you guys because mm-hmm. so that's what we like to do do things for you guys that's what we do we're your do slaves for you <laughs> we're your slaves let that- us into your house we're vampires tell us <laughs> that we can come inside i guarantee you you're gonna love it <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week. See ya.